Well, today we are continuing our series called Finish Strong, and I want to talk to you from the theme, we aren't finished yet. We aren't finished yet. You know, just last year I came home from work, and when I got home, I noticed that uh, Jamie had had a suitcase packed for Jace and for Callie, our kids, and she had my suitcase packed, and she had hers packed, and she kind of had this little grin on her face, and I'm like, okay, you know, what's going on here? And she's like, babe, get back in the car. I'm like, okay. You know, so I got back in the car, the kids got in the car, and she's like, I got a surprise for you. I'm just like, man, this is awesome. We got this surprise family vacation, had no clue, and so I'm in the car, and she's driving, and next thing I know, I, I recognize where we're going. We're going to my mom's house, and so we get there. We pull up. She parks. She says, stay here, babe, and I'm like, okay, and so she takes the kids out with their luggage and has them uh, go with my mom, and I'm like, oh, snap. All right. Little getaway with no kids. Like, how many of y'all know mommy and daddy need a little time away without the kids, and so I'm like, okay, and so we get in the car, and we're driving, and we're driving, so I, I finally figured it out. She's taking me to Columbus, Ohio. It's one of our favorite places to visit. Jace was actually born there. We did some ministry there. And so it was this awesome day. You know, she took me to Starbucks. I'm a huge Starbucks fan. Then she took me to my favorite restaurant. And we had a place to stay. And I'm just like, babe. I'm like, wow, this is like so special. I had no clue. And I'm like, thank you so much. And she's like, oh, we aren't finished yet. I'm like, ho, ho, shuggy, duggy, quack, quack. We're not, we're, okay, we're not done yet. And, 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 and she pulls out two tickets to an Ohio State Buckeye football game. I am a huge Buckeye fan. I've been talking about going to a game, and she hooked up these tickets. And I remember just sitting in the stadium that night just being like, wow, this was awesome. Like, man, when she said those words, we aren't finished yet, just filled with joy and excitement. When we love something and we enjoy something, it's awesome to hear those words, we're not finished yet. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's kind of like when you think the, sun, the Thunder game is over, they're going to lose, and then KD drops in the three to win the game or to tie it up, and it's like, we're not finished yet, you know? And so it brings great joy, great excitement. You know, one of our favorite TV shows is a show called 24. We love 24. We're probably addicted. See, I heard somebody clapping over there. They're like, we are addicted to 24. We literally have every season on DVD. But a couple years ago, we heard news that broke our hearts. The season of 24, the episode was going to be finished. And it was, I mean, it was sad. Like, what am I going to do on Monday nights at 8 o'clock? Like, and it, it was heartbreaking. Like, we love Jack. We love Jack. Ba Jack is our crack, okay? I mean, he was. And so we were in withdrawals. What are we going to do? And then last year, there's like an announcement coming. And we're like, like, hold up, hold up. We're hearing rumors. 24 might be coming back. I'm like, don't play with my emotions. Don't play with me. Okay? But then the announcement came. Live another day. 24 is coming back. We're like, yes, yes. I mean, we're high-fiving each other. We're texting people. We're like, guess what? This is so awesome. They're like, what? are you having a baby? No. Jack is back. 24. Live another day. People thought we were crazy, but. We were excited when we heard that it wasn't finished and they were coming back with another episode. Lots of joy and excitement. And right now we're almost depressed a little because I think it may be finished. And if you see me twitch, it's just because I miss Jack. And uh, we, 
We love that show. When you love and enjoy something, you get great joy in knowing it's not finished yet. I can tell you I love what I'm doing right now. Love being on staff at People's Church. Love getting ready to launch the Indianapolis campus. And last night as we were flying in, we started to hit some turbulence. Like, you know, you kind of come up out your seat. It's kind of turbulence, you know what I mean? I'm like, Lord, we aren't finished yet, God. Like, like I... I'm not ready to be finished yet. We're starting this for campus. Like, I'm praying, Jesus, get us through the clouds. I'm serious. Y'all can ask my wife. No, I was, she was looking at me, laughing at me. I was. Uh, but thankfully, we made it in, and we're here, and just excited about what God's doing. And we're going to look at a story of two men from the Bible named Barnabas and Saul, and they loved what they were doing, and they weren't finished yet. And I want to look at their story and just glean from it. And how we can be encouraged. Because, man, when it comes to our relationship with God and what he's doing in and through our lives, we aren't finished yet. Our great words to hear. Words that we can be excited about. And so let's read Acts chapter 12, verse 25 through chapter 13, verse 3. It says, When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem, taking with them John, also called Mark. Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Barnabas was there. Simeon called Niger. Lucius of Cyrene, Mananine, who had brought up uh, with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul. Come on, we're not finished yet. For the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Saul and Barnabas had just completed their mission. They had been teaching the believers God's word. They had been doing this for about a whole year. They were done. The mission was completed, but they went back to get their next mission because they weren't finished yet. These were men that loved Christ and loved serving Christ and loved living for Christ. And so when one mission was done, they were chomping at the bit for the next mission because they weren't finished yet. See, living for Christ, it's a journey. It's a journey filled with with missions and opportunity and excitement and joy. And the exciting part of our mission is this. What God created for us to do, it isn't finished until our time on earth is finished. If we are still breathing, God's not done with us. We aren't finished yet. There's more he wants to do in and through our lives. Come on, I'm here to tell you today, we aren't finished yet. Look at your neighbor and say, we aren't finished yet. Now look at your second choice, because they need to know too. Tell them, we aren't finished yet. Come on, everybody needs to know we aren't finished yet. And I want to share with you two areas where we aren't finished yet. And the first area is this, is we aren't finished growing. We aren't finished growing. Again, Saul and Barnabas had just finished their mission. Acts 13, 1 and 2, it says, now they're in the church at Antioch. There were the prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Mananin, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. And it says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting. I want you to catch that. Barnabas, Saul, they were worshiping the Lord. They were fasting. They were growing closer to God. The Holy Spirit said, set apart for me, Barnabas and Saul, for, for, the which to, uh, for the work to which I have called them. They had finished their mission, but it didn't stop there. They want to continue to grow in their faith and grow in their relationship with God. The Bible says they were worshiping and they were fasting and they are drawing closer to God. See, I want us to see as long as we are breathing, we should be growing. 
As long as we are breathing, we should still be growing in our faith. We should be growing closer to God. No matter where you may be in that journey, whether you're far from him or really close to him, all of us should still be growing in our faith or growing closer to God. And as we roll up onto the summer, it can be a time where folks like to take a break, to stop growing. When they start focusing on cookouts and family reunions and vacations. And those, those things aren't bad. They're great. But we cannot forget and neglect our relationship with God. That we aren't finished yet. That we aren't finished growing. That God constantly, always wants us growing closer and closer to Him. And so wherever you are in your journey, keep growing. Keep learning. Keep praying. Keep studying. We aren't finished yet. Keep reading God's Word. Dive in deeper into it. Listen, if you, if you aren't reading God's word, if the only time you get God's word is on Sunday, start reading God's word. Come on, for some of you that are tech savvy, you got the Bible app. You can start doing reading plans on there. Or at the very least, you can get your verse of the day. For those of you that aren't technological sign, find your Bible. Dust that bad boy off. Open it up. Get a verse from today. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay if the coffee table's crooked if you're reading God's word. You know what I mean? Pull it out and get you some of the word. Listen, you want to guarantee how you can hear from God every day? Read the Bible. Read the Bible. God speaks to us through his word, and so we need to be reading it. Again, he wants us growing, constantly growing. We should never be finished growing closer to God. Increase your prayer time. If you don't pray, start to pray. Listen, all of us, I hope, at least are taking a five-minute shower every day. Spend that time with Jesus. Give him some time. Get closer to him. Listen, when you pray, you can bring your cares and your concerns to God, and he loves hearing them. It's how we primarily communicate with him. Talk with God. Pray. He wants to speak to you. He wants to do a, a, a work in your life. Again, he wants us growing closer to him. Matter of fact, the Bible says when we draw close to God, he draws close to us. And he wants us constantly drawing, getting closer and closer. Listen, I want to encourage you in your giving. Look, I know it's tempting right now, those Groupons popping up for that hotel and, and for the cruise. And you're like, but I got the Lord's tithe and then the cruise. Come on. Don't be cruising on the Lord's tithe now. Come on now. Honor the Lord. It'll stretch you. You will grow. I promise. God will bless. I mean, you know what I mean? But if, I, there's that tension. You re- Listen, keep honoring God. Keep serving. Keep growing. Keep giving. Come on, we got some high school graduates in here. Again, we congratulated them earlier. Man, so proud of you. But guess what? You're not finished yet. God has more he wants to do in and through your life. You haven't figured it all out yet. You still got more to learn and still more to do. Going off to college. Or I talked to a young man earlier. He's going into the military. Listen, God wants you to keep growing. Keep learning. Figuring out what your, your, your purpose in life is. Matter of fact, statistics say that spiritually many of you will stop going to church and will turn your back on God. Come on, there ain't going to be no statistics up in this room, okay? High school graduates, get plugged in. Serve. Follow God. Read your Bible. If you're going out of state, find a Bible-believing church that you can get plugged in and serving and learning and growing because we all should be growing growing we aren't finished yet we aren't finished growing listen for our college graduates you got to keep growing keep learning learning your occupation wherever you're getting higher come on some of you got to move out of mommy and daddy's house come on come on you got to keep growing got to keep learning moving on in life God's not done with you he's got great things in store for you you know, I've heard people say that when they start to get tired and whatnot, and a lot of times in the summer, they may they've been serving in the ministry, and they're like, oh, I just need a break. I'm just getting, I'm getting worn out. And, and can I encourage you? Don't give up on serving. Don't stop serving. 
If you're going to remove something, remove something else. Don't, don't remove the one thing that God's using you to do to impact lives, whether it's kids or youth or, or greeting or ushering. Don't, give that, don't stop doing that. Keep growing. Listen, we grow when we serve. We grow when we serve. And I've been in ministry too long to hear people say, well, I just need a break. We should never need a break from Jesus. We should never need a break from growth. We can, we can use a break from the other things. But God doesn't want us to take a break. He wants us to keep serving and keep growing. And listen, maybe some of you here, you're like, I've never served. I don't even know where to start. We just gave you a great opportunity. Greatest show on earth starts in June. All we're asking for is three Sundays out of that month. Come on, that will rock your world. God will do more in and through your life if you would sign up for those three weeks to serve kids, to serve families. It's an outreach where we're going outside of our walls to be Jesus to this whole community where kids are going to be coming to know Christ and just need to see some smiling faces and some adults loving them and being out there on the, on the rides and all of that. Come on, every single one of us is capable. If you haven't signed up for that, you're not serving, sign up today. Put it on the back of your Connect card or you can go out to the table. Give us three Sundays out of this month. I promise you, you will grow closer to God. God will bless you. He'll do a great and mighty work in and through your life. Come on, we aren't finished yet. Listen, when, Paul, when Saul and Barnabas, when they were done with one mission, they went back. And they didn't say, oh, I'm going to take a break from Jesus. No, 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 no. They are worshiping and fasting. Worshiping and fasting. They are drawing unto God. They are growing closer to him. They, they kept growing. They're growing through serving. Listen, wherever you are spiritually, you aren't finished yet. God still wants to reveal and do more in your life. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, I want to show you what the scripture says. And this is Saul. Saul's name was changed to Paul, okay? And so it's the same person, but he's writing this here. And he says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection. But check this. He says, but I press on to possess that perfection. I press on. What is he he's talking about growth. He's talking about growing growing closer to Jesus, for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. He says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. What's he saying there? He's saying, I'm not there. I haven't, re I, I still got, Paul was probably one of the most godly men to walk on the face of the planet. And he's saying, I have not achieved it. There's still room and areas for me to grow closer to Christ. I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. He says, forgetting the past. Listen, he's not just talking about his struggles there. He's talking about the victories, okay? He's, he's passed the struggles. He went through some struggles. He said, I'm going to keep growing. But listen, even the victories, an amazing thing God did. He's saying, praise God for that. But listen, I'm not done growing. I still got more that God wants to do in and through my life. He says, so I'm forgetting the past, and I'm looking forward to what lies ahead. Can I tell you, every single one of us in this room has what lies ahead in front of us, that God has what lies ahead, that God wants us to press on. He wants us to stay focused. He wants us to keep growing. Towards what lies, it's going to look different for everybody in this room. But all of us has a what lies ahead from God. And he says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Paul is saying, I'm growing. i got more room to grow. I am pressing on. Listen, there is always room for growth. And I found in life that sometimes, again, and I mentioned Paul earlier where he was not looking back on his victories, because I found sometimes in life what we do is maybe we have a victory. We overcome something. We, we conquer something, or we finish a certain mission, and we feel like, okay, I can just chill now, or I can just relax, or I'm, I'm done with what God wants to do in and through me. No, no, no. We're never done with what God wants to do in and through us. Paul is saying, no, press on. We aren't finished yet. As long as we are breathing, we should be growing. Maybe you've had a breakthrough in your marriage. You've been praying and working it out and going to counseling. You've had that breakthrough. Praise God. 
But guess what? You're not finished yet. You got to keep loving. You got to keep communicating. Come on. You can't let that grass get brown. You got to keep it green and fertilizing. You got to keep the romance going. You know what I mean? You got to keep talking and serving and communicating. You got to keep working on it. Keep growing. Keep growing. There's no perfect husband. There's no perfect wife. You keep growing as a wife. You keep growing as a husband. And God continues to grow you and do amazing things in your marriage. Maybe some of you had a financial breakthrough. Maybe you finally paid off that, that piece of debt. Or maybe you finally just, you know, started tithing and giving. Listen, doesn't mean you're finished yet. God wants you to continue to grow in your giving. He wants you to achieve financial freedom. And so once you pay it off one debt, you got to move on to the other one. You can't go back to old spending habits. you got to continue to learn what it means to be a good steward of God's resources and his finances. And God wants to grow and he wants to stretch you in your giving. And so we got to keep growing because we aren't finished yet. He's not finished with us yet. Maybe you finally hit that goal weight. You've been trying to lose the love handles, you know what I mean? Or maybe that 10 or 20 or 30 pounds. And, or, you know, maybe you're just, you're on your way there. Well, guess what? You're not finished yet, okay? You can't go back to cupcakes and Twinkies after you reach the weight. You know what I mean? Like, you got to keep growing. You got to maintain your health. You got to continue to eat healthy and work out. You know what I mean? When you go to the cookout this summer, you got to eat three ribs instead of 10 ribs. You know what I'm saying? We never start growing. We aren't done yet. We're never finished. God wants us to continually be growing. We finish strong by realizing we aren't finished yet. Every one of us in this room, God has something that lies ahead. And he wants us to grow. Keep growing. God has more. He's not done. And if you finish something, praise God. Move on to the next. God, what do you have for me next? See, whatever is not growing is stagnant. And it risks the chance to start dying, to start fading. This I can tell you in every area of my life, I'm, I'm still growing and need to grow. I'm still growing as a husband. Not perfect. I'm still growing, learning, loving my wife. I'm, I'm still growing as a parent. My Lord, Jace just, he's in first grade now. And he got kids talking about girlfriends and boyfriends. I'm like, Jesus! Lord! What is going on? And I'm praying, and I need help, but I'm not a perfect parent. It's something i got to keep growing, and I'm still growing in my faith. I'm still growing in how to trust God in every area of my life. I haven't arrived. I'm still growing as a pastor, calling up Pastor Herbert all the time, texting him, Pastor, how do we do this? Learning from him. As we're starting this church, as we're planting people's church in, I'm still growing as a friend. I'm still growing as a sibling, as a son to my parents, like, Again, there, there's, there's no area where I've just reached the pinnacle and I've figured it all out. I can grow in every, and, and so can we. And God wants to do different things in and through us, but he wants us all growing. Listen, there is always room to grow in every area of our life. As long as we are breathing, we should be growing. Come on, tell your neighbor again. Remind them. Tell them, we aren't finished yet. We aren't finished yet. We aren't finished growing. And then the second area is we aren't finished going. We aren't finished growing, and we aren't finished going. Acts 13, 3, again, they had finished their mission. They're connecting with God. They're growing in their faith. And in 13, 3, it says, so after they had fasted and prayed, after they've drawn unto God and grown closer to him, it says they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Saul and Barnabas were sent out to go. Another mission to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. They aren't finished growing, and they aren't finished going. See, God had instructed them to take the gospel, to take the news of Jesus to the ends of the earth. And so when one mission was finished, they were on to the next one. 
here's the crazy thing. If you read through Acts, like prior to this point, the disciples had led thousands to Jesus. Thousands. You know what I mean? They could have just dropped the mic and walked away. You know what I mean? Boom. Thousands. But they didn't drop the mic. They're going out to reach more. Why? Because there were still thousands more to reach. So they don't start going. They don't stop going. They keep going. We aren't finished yet. We aren't finished going. Matthew 28, 19, it says, therefore, go and make disciples of all. Everyone say all. All the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Jesus wants us to go and continue going till every person is reached. We aren't done yet. Now, listen, God's calling some of you. He's calling you to go to the next generation to reach the, the youth and the kids of this generation, to love on them and invest in their life. He's saying, go, there's more kids that need to be loved and need godly women and men in their life that are mentors speaking to them. And so I'd encourage you, man, if God's speaking that, sign up, serving kids, serving youths, make a difference. Listen, we aren't finished yet. This generation needs Jesus, and God wants to use you to help them find him. All right, we got a, a prison ministry that's going on. Maybe God's going to speak to your heart about that and going in because there's more, there's more prisoner, the people in prison that need Jesus that we can minister to and spread. Listen, we're, we're going to keep going. Maybe you got a family members that you've been praying for that haven't come to know Christ and you're ready just to give it up. Listen, keep going. Don't give up. Keep praying. Keep inviting. Keep sharing Jesus with them. Listen, some of you students in here, God wants to use you to reach your friends, to reach their families. Look, don't stop going. Keep going. Make a difference. Pray for them. Invite them. Reach out to them. We aren't finished yet. Mark 16, 15 says, and then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. People's church, we aren't finished going. We aren't finished going. I don't know if you knew this, but there are about 200 million unchurched people in America. It makes us one of the four largest unchurched nations in the world. Can I tell you, we aren't finished yet. In the Oklahoma City metro area, there are over 650,000 people who don't attend church. Can I tell you, we aren't finished yet. That's why we're doing the greatest show on earth. We're going to reach people. It's all about one more changed life. We're going to reach. We're going to reach kids, and we're going to reach families. That's why we do the Day of Hope, where we provide backpacks and haircuts and, and physical screenings and dental screenings. Why? Because we want to be the hands and feet. We want to be Jesus to this community, to reach one more person, to reach one more family, to get outside these four walls and be Jesus to our community. And I should encourage you, listen, we're not done. Keep inviting your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors, your family members. We aren't finished yet. We are here in Oklahoma City to reach every single person that needs that, that needs Jesus in their life. We aren't finished yet. And in Indianapolis, there are 700,000 people who need Jesus. Can I tell you, we aren't finished yet. That's why me and Jamie, we're going with People's Church. Our church is going to start a fourth campus in Indianapolis because we aren't finished going. There's more people to reach that need Christ. Matter of fact, since January we started, we've been meeting with many people, sharing the vision, the heart, and inviting them. And, you know, February we had our, our first vision night. This is our first time to have people come together and, and hear about the vision and, and what God is doing and about our church and why we're starting a people's church in Indianapolis. And so, man, we were fired up, prayed up, inviting everybody that we know. We had all kinds of RSVPs. And so we were expecting 200 people. I went ahead and bought 200 cupcakes. Come on, a cupcake for every person in Jesus 
Jesus' name. You know what I mean? And so we're inviting, got the cupcakes. And, of course, that weekend there's a, a huge snowstorm. And then, but, the, you know, the roads got cleared pretty good. But it was still really cold. But we were believing. 200. I still got, I didn't take no cupcakes back. I still got 200 cupcakes right here in this room. And I was just expecting, I knew it was going to happen just to see carloads. It would be like the field of dreams, you know what I mean? Just, just headlight after headlight. And, you know, we went, and, and you know what, honestly, we had a great day that day. We met a lot of people. We only had about 84 show up. And so we had a great meeting with them. But you can't say we didn't have no faith. Come on, somebody. We had faith. And we had a lot of cupcakes. But that's okay. We still had faith. And we blessed somebody with some cupcakes and but you know what? We're not finished yet. We aren't finished going. And so two weeks later, we had another vision night. And at this vision night, we saw over 100 people come. Not only that, at a vision night where we're just telling people about who we are, four people gave their heart to Jesus Christ that night. Lives radically changed by the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ. And one of those people was a young, name, young man named Michael. Michael didn't really believe in God. And I remember when we, when we moved to Indy, we got connected with his sister. And she was just so excited about our church. And she said, I can't wait. I'll, I'll be there. I've been, I've been waiting for, you know, to get back into church. And she's like, I really want to bring my brother. I want to see my brother come to know Jesus. And so Michael was there that second night. Former drug addict. Done heroin. And that night, when we gave that call, Michael rose his hand and gave his heart to Jesus Christ. Sister had a tear streaming from her face, just so excited, the family getting to celebrate serving. Michael helped us with teardown. He's continued to help with some teardown and setup. He's plugged in and involved. A life was changed because we aren't finished yet. We're going to keep going to reach every single person. And there are 700,000 Michaels in Indianapolis that we're going to reach and make a difference in their lives. Can I tell you today, we've seen 12 people come to know Christ through our vision nights. Come on, we're making a dent in that 700,000 that don't know Jesus. 12 have given their heart to Christ, and it's just the beginning of what God wants to do in Indianapolis. And so we're excited. We aren't finished yet. We've had over 100 at our vision nights. It's been amazing. And I want to share with you a story about Marsha and Dennis. When we got to Indianapolis, Marsha had messaged me uh, and, and, and emailed me and asked, you know, hey, where, where's the church going to be? So I've been praying, praying for you guys, and, and so I let her know, and I said, you know, hey, would you be interested in attending, being a part of our church? And she said, well, it's, it's about 45 minutes from where she lives. And she's like, man, that's 45 minutes. It's pretty far. It's probably too far for us. She said, but I'll, you know, I'll be praying for you guys. And I said, man, thank you. We, you know, we appreciate your prayers. Well, a couple months later, I get another email from Marsha, and it says, please pray, Pastor Chris. And so I started to read it, please pray. Please pray. We just put our house on sale. I just cannot shake wanting to be a part of People's Church and what you guys are doing. I feel God leading us there. So we put our house on sale today. We're looking to buy another one in the area that you're in. Can I tell you, that weekend, the house got sold. They got their other house purchased. They are moved in. Marsha and, Den and Dennis, they are all in. They are serving. They're part of what we're doing. They're praying. They're giving. And here's the best part. This is what I love about their story. Marsha's 66 years old, and Dennis is 70. Come on, how do you know they could have dropped the mic and been like, look, it, I live life, I'm done, I'm going to the beach, I'm under a palm tree. But now they say, we're not finished yet. We're going to reach this city. We're going to join People's Church, and we're all in to serve and love and make a difference in this community. And that's what God's doing in People's Church Indianapolis. And so we are so excited for what the Lord is doing because we aren't finished yet. We aren't finished going. And listen, maybe God is calling some of you 
Maybe he's calling some of you. Maybe you're, he's saying to you, listen, what you've done here is great, but now I want you to go. I want you to keep going, and I want you to go to Indianapolis to make a difference. Come on, we need kids volunteers. We need youth volunteers and greeters and ushers and parking lot and media team and worship team. We need it all. And so maybe God's calling you. Maybe God's speaking to your heart to come and move. And so I would encourage you to come. Listen, if he's tugging at your heart tomorrow night at 7 p.m. right here at the Oklahoma City campus, we're going to have an interest meeting for folks that feel like God may be tugging their heart about going to Indianapolis, okay? Now, what I mean by tugging the heart, yeah, I'm talking to those of you that are like, maybe I should go to Indianapolis. And then you're like, what am I thinking? I, should, I don't need to be moving to Indianapolis. Hey, that could be the Holy Spirit. It could be heartburn, but it could also be the Holy Spirit. So don't miss out if it's the Holy Spirit. If you are even slightly interested, come tomorrow night, 7 p.m., be here to hear about what God is doing. We are less than three months away from our grand opening. God is opening doors. And we're believing. I've already talked to some folks that are going to be making the move to Indianapolis that God has called. And they're stepping out of faith to help us start that church and launch it and, and, reach, and reach that community. And so it's exciting. People's church, we aren't finished. We aren't finished going. And look, I want to report to you, God is paving the way. Our grand opening. It's August 16th. Right now, we're in negotiations with the school they want to have services in. And so things are moving along there. We're going to start buying equipment, sound, lighting, all the kids' equipment, the signage, everything that we need to reach one more person, to make a difference. God is opening the door. He is, he is making a way. And so we're excited because we aren't finished going. Praise God. Praise God. Listen, I'll close with this. Our last vision night, I was so blessed. I ended the vision night, and normally when I release people to the food, everybody goes to the food. You know what I mean? Like, people are hungry. You got to get something to eat. And when I released this one, there was a young girl, 10 years old, her name Taylor. She came running down. All excitement in her heart. She said, Pastor Chris, I want to get baptized in water. I was like, that's awesome, Taylor. Her sister filled out an all-in card, 12 years old. Look, God is igniting the heart of youth. He is igniting the heart of everybody. He changed Michael's life. We're going to Indianapolis because there are 700,000 Michaels, Taylors, and McKenzie's that need Jesus and are hungry for God. And we're going to make a difference. And you all are a part of that. You're all a part of that. We aren't finished going. We aren't finished yet. And I just thank you. I want to thank you for your prayers. Thank you for those that are giving to Dream Builders to help this dream come to pass to help launch this church, to reach the people of Indianapolis. These are exciting days at People's Church, and we aren't finished yet. Check out this video from Pastor Herbert. People's Church, what a powerful message we've just heard. We're not finished going. I'm grateful to God for what he's done through our Oklahoma City campus, our Midwest City campus, our Northwest Oklahoma City campus, so many lives have already been transformed. But as long as there are people who do not know Jesus Christ around our city, around our state, around the United States of America, and in our world, we're not finished going. And on August the 16th of this year, we are starting our fourth location in Indianapolis, Indiana. Chris and Jamie are fired up, ready to go. Your pastor's fired up and ready to go see more changed lives. Right now, we're preparing to buy all, the, all of the necessary equipment for the school that we will be leasing 
to have services beginning August 16th. We've got sound equipment, lighting equipment, we've got speakers, we've got all the children's equipment that's needed, so much equipment that we need to get purchased. And the cost for all of the equipment is around $225,000. And I know that sounds like a lot of money, but here's what I know, is if we'll all pray, I'm not asking you to give, I'm asking you to pray and ask God, what would he speak to your heart about giving? And would you take a few moments and ask God, God, what would you have me to give? Some of you could give a lot. Some of you for, is giving a little. But the key is hearing God's voice and being obedient. And my wife and I, we've prayed and we've heard from God. And we're giving for Tiffany and I a very sacrificial, generous gift to see more change lives. Hey, this is a great moment for you as you're hearing from God. And maybe you have your checkbook or you can get your smartphone out. You can give online, going to peopleschurch.tv or you could text to give. However the Lord would lead you, would you pray? And then just do your part because it's about one sole reason. Why are we going to Indianapolis, Indiana? Because there's people who are far from God who need to experience hope through Jesus Christ. Thank you for praying. Thank you for giving. And I can't wait to announce to you on August 16th all the lives that were changed through that grand opening launch and the thousands that will be transformed as that campus continues to make a tremendous difference in Indianapolis, Indiana. Thank you so much, people.